Hey fam, this is Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a call, and I'm your host, Cheryl Spears. The views and opinions expressed here on the Call Cheryl Hun podcast are those of myself and podcast guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any company discussed. Any content provided by myself and podcast guests are of their opinion and are not intended to defame any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Each week on the podcast, we will hear your MLM stories and also discuss MLMs like Beachbody along with the problematic Huns, super trainers, and CEOs who recruit using pain points and other sleazy tactics. This is not just another anti-MLM podcast. My goal is to prevent anyone from making the same mistake I made for the past eight years while I was in an MLM cult. If you want to share your story, email me at callcherylhine at gmail.com or send me a DM over on Instagram at callcherylhine. Now remember, when I'm not pulling back the BS on Beachbody, you'll find me here on my podcast or hanging out in my Instagram stories. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast or you might miss something juicy. Now sit back and relax, grab your favorite drink or snack and enjoy the show. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Call Cheryl Hunt, your in a cult podcast. And today I have a beautiful friend um, here to share her story. Her name is Liana. Yes, Yes. you got it. All right. Um, And I'm going (laughs) to let her go ahead and introduce herself and give you a little quick background of her and then we'll get into her story. Hello. Well, hello. I'm so excited. Uh, to be here and do this podcast with you. Um, my name is Leanna and I was in Beachbody for three years from 2017 to 2020. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in it for, for a little while, I would for, say. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You left, did you leave right before the pandemic or was it during the pandemic? Literally um, during the pandemic. Um, I want to say, well, let me just say that during the beginning, but then I stayed a little longer and then I I finally like just say, no, no, just cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were a Beachbody coach for about three years, right? Um, and let's, let's do a little bit of a, what, what, how did you get involved into Beachbody? Like what drew you to Beachbody? So it's crazy, right? Because I hear everybody's stories. Nobody was in a great place during that time when you join a MLM. Right. And for me, I was actually moving. I moved from Texas to Michigan with my fiance at that time. And it was my first time, well, second time away from my family, but actually being with a guy, you know, in a different state and we're getting to know each other and really yeah. kind of building our relationship. Um, and during that time I gained a little bit of weight and looking back, it's actually nothing compared to to where things are at now, which is crazy to think that, but, um, I came across a Facebook post of my, um, I guess as coach or previous coach, um, Uh from a friend, she like shared her post and she was doing, I think it was shit shop back in the day. And she looked really great. Um, She looked very fit, very healthy at that time. Uh, For me, she looked like something I will, you know, someone I look up to who will probably Mm want to look the same as she had curly hair as me as well, which really, really sold a deal. Um, So that's how I found her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you found, you found her. Yeah. She came across your Facebook And did you reach out to her or did you just start like secretly stalking her or like, did she reach out to you? How did that happen? So I reached out to her because I wanted to get into a fitness routine. Um, Mm -hmm. I had, I was attending a gym when I was in Dallas and when I moved over there places, you know, I was in like, I lived in the city and then I moved to the suburb in Michigan. So there's nothing around. So, um, I messaged her about the, joining the boot camp. She told me the price and I was like, no. Um, and then she told me to join a free group that she had. Um, 
I think it was just for like a week. I think it was a free group. That's when she used to run like free groups back in the day. Um, Mm -hmm. And I joined this group and (laughs) I remember it was very challenging because I was pretty much starving myself. Um, uh, And I lost weight. I lost like five pounds, five pounds that week. So I was like, oh, in a week. You lost five pounds. (laughs) Yes. What did you? obviously didn't eat anything but what's the group about like how not to eat or what well um yeah pretty much like I remember eating very small portions eating you know nothing but like because she's really into plant-based my ex coach my previous coach is all about like plant-based and and all of that and obviously from not having a really great diet to eating this way obviously I was gonna see results um But I remember <laughs> messaging her and asking her like, hey, like at nighttime, I'm getting really hungry. What should I do? And she's like, just eat some broccoli and water. You'll be fine. And I remember I tell that to my dietitian now and she laughs every time I tell her that. But um, yeah, that's broccoli that was and- really tough. And water. <laughs> I think I still have the emails from back in the day. I still have them because I emailed her. What? Oh, my. Yeah. So this was just in your first five days. So you have obviously lost five pounds. So that right there, she basically gave you a meal plan that she's not qualified to give because she is not a registered dietitian. And, um, and I know this because I know who your previous coach is, right. And, um, so she gave you a meal plan that she's not qualified to give that basically starved you for five days and caused you to lose five pounds, of course. Right. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you join? Why right. not? It's that free. What made, uh, right. So after you, that five days, when did you become a coach? Um, oh, that went around that. We went back and forth for a long time. Um, I had a great job. I was very young. Um, I was like uh, 23 at that time, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, mm-hmm. And I was very young, making really good money. So money was not an issue for me, but I feel spectacle about the whole thing. I was like, I don't know, like this just sounds too good to be true. She told me about joining as a coach. She told me to join as a customer. So eventually, I think it took me like three to four months to finally join. Mm and I finally joined as a customer and I started doing the boot camps. I started posting on the group. Remember, I was very isolated from my family and friends. Right. So this was a really big part for me, a really big, um, you know, support group for me. Right. Um, and I will work at home, do all that. And then eventually she, since I, I, I was getting results, obviously I was also a lot younger. So like starving myself exercising like a crazy person of course I'm gonna lose weight so I feel like she really targeted me and she messaged me and she's like you know I think you're a great asset I think you'll be great at coaching you should totally do this Mm -hmm. and at first I was like no I don't think that's for me like I don't need money like I'm perfectly fine where I'm at we were financially stable so that was not a like a selling point for me um but what was a selling point for me was like the traveling um and the community was like a selling point Mm -hmm. for me because at that time we couldn't travel due to our jobs being so demanding so um as eventually the coaching opportunity became a need for me if that makes sense like I had this great job but then I was like oh but I can be off from work and travel right make all this money you know (laughs) like yeah and that and so that's what it is like they promise you that's where that's where it gets like where the fine line gets drawn with this business opportunity right because they promise you that you'll make a lot of money and you'll be able to travel the world right like Mm because if you watch her stories like that's what she does she does yeah just gets paid to work out and, and travel. Right. So Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you want that? But the problem with this is that they don't tell you that only 1% from the company will achieve that status, right? The other 99% will fail. And that's giving you a false hope, especially you said that you were vulnerable because you lived, you, you lived in, you moved away from your family, I'm guessing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you lived in a very royal, t- royal, I can't ever say that word. Yeah. Type of, like a, uh, 
it was small far town. away from the city. So small town. Yeah. And I yeah. come from Dallas, which, you yeah. know, is kind of like a big city now. Um, and then I was with my fiance, which we, we've never lived together at that point. So yeah. uh, he was great. He was really great supporter. He's still, he's not my husband, but um, it was new to us. So right. I needed to make new friends and, and build my new life and having this community really, really came. Um, because they really do. They really do love bomb you when you do join the community. Like, I mean, everybody in the community, as soon as you post your sweaty selfie, what do they do? As soon as you post your right. sweaty selfie, what happens in that group? What happens? Yeah, everybody loves you. Everybody right. loves go girl, get it girl. Yeah. And I'm it makes that, you feel you know? good. Right. Yeah. Like, get that re re like I don't know it's kind of like you're being conceited but it's almost like yes you know like I know I got this <laughs> so she um she basically so you joined as a coach you finally decided as a customer then a coach then I a coach because mm -hmm. of promises of traveling and making extra money correct yeah okay so when you became a coach what was your first goal? What were you told to do? Uh, <laughs> the first call, um, it was actually her and I think it was Ashley Molstad was at that point very involved in the business. Mm -hmm. And it was a call with her and they were together at that point. They were very, really good friends. And they were saying to become an Emerald right away um, and sign up your husband, sign up whoever has a heartbeat. <laughs> And he's over 18, you know, so uh, this is when things got a little tricky for me. My fiance at that time was like, I don't know, babe, like this does not sound so great. You know, he's like, I know that you love this community. Um, I know that you are really involved, but I don't know. I don't think this is a good idea. Um, but as you know, they kind of brainwash you to kind of right. put your husband away and be like, you know what, I'm gonna do this. Anyways, right? Like, let's give a <laughs> shout out to all the spouses, partners, and everybody who told us not to do this, but we were like, ah, it's not, we just don't. You don't know anything about this, okay? I'm going to no. be my own boss babe. I got I this. Boss babe, and I will travel and make tons of money from working out and taking a picture with my shake. Come on now. Leave me yes. alone. Yes. Yes. So, um, that call they told you to basically it's you plus two is how Ashley mm -hmm. portrays it um yeah and um so she they said sign up your spouse Go, Emerald is your yeah. first goal mm -hmm. so did you end up signing him up yeah I did end up signing him up so eventually my husband gave in you know he's like yeah. okay this makes you happy he's the type of person who um allows me to be myself and right. uh, kind of make my mistakes at the same time but he will be there to catch me <laughs> once I you know so he's that type of person and he eventually gave in and I uh you know thank god at that time I had a good job where I can afford right you know 160 dollars for right. my husband's account and my account initially and then plus Shakeology and running all these things through these accounts like it's crazy yeah they teach you to what what is it that they teach you you get your 90 pv through you right so you can stay mm -hmm. active and then um all the rest of the orders you should filter through your controlled account which is your spouse's yeah. account or partner's mm -hmm. account so that you can basically double dip on commission because you get commission from what they purchase and you get commission yeah, I mean you do, and they yeah. get commission, right? So you're and they double get commission. Dipping. Yeah, right. Double dipping. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So, who was your second person you signed up to become Emerald, or did you become um, Emerald? I did become Emerald. So my second person was my really good friend. Um, my really good friend of many many years went to high school together. Um, she signed up right away. Um, I don't like to say I have a huge group of friends, but yeah. I my close, my really, really close friends signed up with me right away. Yeah. Um, so I became an emerald really fast. Yeah, yeah, that was not an issue. Oh, you were the dream. You were the dream <laughs> to a coach. Yeah. So you became em emerald really fast. And um, then what you're, obviously your next goal is diamond. So diamond, yeah. So get to hit uh, diamond. So fast track to everything. I was in Michigan for two years. Then I came back to Texas, to Dallas. 
okay. in 2018. So I initially moved to Michigan in 2016. So I didn't join Beachbody until 2017. Then I moved back to Dallas because it was time for us to move back. And that got me really, really close to my upline because oh, yeah. we only live like 30 minutes away from each other. Um, so I finally got to meet her. And then I met other girls in the group that I, um, you know, everybody that she had on her team, everybody was very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, most of them are single mom, like not single moms, but like some of them were single moms, but some of them were like moms overall. Yeah. Um, it was, it was at a point where it was just me and that my upline, uh, the only ones who did not have kids, but yeah. everybody else did. So I felt yeah. like she really, really targeted moms. Um, yeah. And a lot of the Latino community as well, which will, I will get into that, how that is so affecting, like for our Latino community. Yeah. Um, but it was just, it was like a, it was kind of weird being in the group, you know, cause I was not a mom. I was very young too, but everybody in the group was very sweet. And I can see how she was so manipulating towards them because they yeah. wanted that community. They wanted that community. So um, I became really good friends with everybody. Yeah. So, um, and that's where it hurts too, because I guarantee you the people that are no longer with her group or in as a coach, you no longer are close with your coach. You don't even have a conversation. That fun fact, everybody that was on that team, I think there's only like three people left from when I was a coach. Wow. So when we were having our conversation about um, your former upline, um, I think you said something about Summit of, like, let's talk about (laughs) it. There's a lot. I can follow up. I can follow up when I became a diamond and then we can go into summit and the diamond retreat. How about there you that? Go. How about <laughs> go into that story? Go for it. Let's do it. So um, I eventually became a diamond and it was, oh my God. I remember um, I even took, so going back, right? So I moved to Texas. I left my job. I left my really good job. And at that point was my, my fiance was the only one supporting us. And I was like, I'm going to do this like full time. I'm going to become a coach full time. Yeah. And for a whole year, that's all I did was coaching. And that's how I reached uh, a diamond status. So So you quit your good job to be a beach body coach full time. How do you mind me asking how much you were making a week? Like what was your income? With Beachbody, so at the beginning was like 50 bucks here and there. Yeah. And then towards the end, before I left, I was making about $400 a week. That's good. I mean, that's towards the end. Yeah. So that was because you were a diamond and you got those bonuses, right? And the, the, what is it called? The volume? What is it? The volume. Yeah. The PV. And then I was also hitting success club pretty like consistently I think I only okay. missed it maybe once or twice in a year okay like okay it's like I was on top of it I'm also I'm also a salesperson so I comes from sales background so yeah I like to consider myself a good salesperson in a way right which she said it was never a salesperson position like it was never that it you is know? <laughs> and it is um but yeah. I became a diamond I was actually so when we moved back we moved back to my mom's because obviously I quit my job like how can you survive um yeah. and my husband was taking care of us at that point and then um I was a whole year where I I didn't work I just did okay. body. so that's the first year she did this is uh fall back in 2018 I want to say um uh-huh. which her first diamond retreat okay so you know how it is with ranking, you come, you drop, you know, you, yeah, every you new month is a new month. Like, yeah, you have to keep up with it is when you yeah. become a diamond, that doesn't mean you're a diamond forever. You have to continue recruit and stuff. Yeah. So um, the retreat was coming up and I was, I fell off my diamond rank and it was a big deal. It was five of us that were diamonds. Um, fun fact, none of those people are with her anymore all of wow. us are gone. Um, and this was her first retreat. She was renting a house in Florida 
And uh, she made a statement her social media, like all the expenses paid and stuff, but we still had to uh, pay for our flight tickets, uh, which, you know, to go to Florida can be a little pricey, especially for Lauderdale can be a little pricey. I don't know about you, but any work trip that I've ever been on, I've never had to pay for my flight or my hotel stay. Just, just saying. Yeah. Right. So she rented this house, really cute house. Uh, with the pool and everything it had to be aesthetically pleasing okay it had to be because mm-hmm. this is where all the content was going to be made yeah. <laughs> um and it was like a week prior to us leaving to florida that i my rank was still you know I, I went back to emerald so she's like um she invited me to the diamond retreat but to push me to hit diamond again you know mm-hmm. so um, you know, you have to think about like my point of view. I saw her as a like a mentor, like a, a right. like, somebody I look up to. She was older than me. So I will do anything she will say. Right. You know, right. So she's like, Well, if you you if if you want to go to Fort Lauderdale, you need to be a diamond on that Thursday. Cause we were landing there on a Thursday and then we we're coming back on a Sunday. So she's like, if you're not a diamond by that Thursday, then you're going to have to pay your expenses, like being in the house. So I was like, okay, but why, well, why I'm going to do it. <laughs> she wouldn't even let you stay at the house for something well, she'd already paid for if you were to diamond without right, you paying. I will have to pay my part pretty much. So like if the house was if she was paying for the stay of the house, you know, the house, then I have to pay a certain percentage, I guess. I don't know how she was going to divide that up, but yeah, that's um, ridiculous. I'm a very, uh, a very goal oriented and I like to always, you know, I will work goal. myself to the bone to hit something. So yeah. I did hit diamond on that day, on that Thursday, wow. um, when I, I um, landed that day. So that was that. <laughs> <laughs> but looking back, I'm like, I didn't even tell my husband about that because he would have been, he would have told me like, oh no, like it's not okay. But no, um, I wanted to be part of the group. You know, I want to be part of a successful, yeah, great group. Yeah. So you ended up landing, right? And you ended up um, a diamond. So um, you got to stay when you get got there, right? Yes. Okay. So, so how did how was the retreat? How was it? Like, did you, did you all bond together? Did you have to do a bunch of different, like, um, I don't know, weird photos together? <laughs> um, yes. So we have, I'm sorry, I'm trying to get my hip. Yes. We, we worked the entire time. We did have some fun. Um, mm-hmm. So we had, <laughs> I tell this to one of actually this one of the girls that used to be in her team, I, I told her this story and she laughed so hard, but uh, you know how she's really h- hardcore into exercising, like that's her oh, yeah. yeah. So we went to the beach uh, to do a Shanti workout in the, and it was like 9 a.m., but you know how Florida is. It was like a hundred plus degrees. Yeah. It was so hot to the point that I had to jump in the ocean like every like 10 minutes because I was, I felt like I was going to pass out and she's like keep going girl you can do it and <laughs> I remember feeling like I was dehydrated exhausted because we also fasted okay we worked out faster because that's her thing yeah um, a lot of the girls didn't follow that but I felt like I needed to I don't know why don't ask me why but um yeah it was so hot and we were doing Shanti I think it was T25 or something. You know how intense those workouts yes. are yes. in the heat of Florida. That's crazy. It was insane. Crazy. Um, then we did like, uh, but she also know. works works out in her garage in the heat of Dallas. So yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, like she's you. It's got to be. Maybe she thinks she sweats more, which you probably do. But right, I mean, healthy. I mean, yeah, use a heat stroke. That was not, yeah. And I actually became a personal trainer after I left Beachbody, which has been two years since I need to renew yeah. my 
personal training certification and I read in the part where it says like heat strokes and how they yeah. occur and that's how it hit me I was like wait a minute I remember this time when this girl had us work out in the heat and we were all dying especially me um, but I was, this is this is what a lot of people don't understand is that the people that you have that are like in your that are your mentors right your coaches that especially these women that are in like the top like celebrity status when it comes to Beachbody right pretty much anything they ask you to do you will do it yeah right and it's like nobody gets that right they they're like well they're just people I'm like no you don't get it because these women are like for me like my old coach Lori like I thought she was the best person in the entire world. So when she told me to go and buy a Visa gift card and sign my dogs or just sign some random person up with a Visa gift card from Visa.com, I was like, absolutely, I'll do it because you're making over six figures every single year and you know what we're supposed to do, right? If Lori would have told me to go to the oceanfront and work out at, in a hundred degree weather, I would have done it. Right. <laughs> so that's what people don't get is like, it's not just like the MLM place is a cult. It's not just like Beachbody is a cult. It's these super trainers and super top 10 people are treated like celebrities, period. And for you to be on one of their teams, you're going to do whatever they tell you to do because you want to be like them. Right. Absolutely. And it's so unsafe, so unsafe, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the retreat was just work and a little bit of fun. She did took us to dinner, took us, took us out to dinner. Um, and I think we had it, we had a great time. Um, obviously you had to post it all over social media. Like that was not a, like you had to. Yeah. Um, so everybody was following you. Um, that did brought up like some clients for me, like signups because people are like, oh my God, I want to be in your team or whatever. Yeah. Cause um, you're with, you're with a, a top a, coach with a, top a elite coach. Yeah. An elite coach. So, um, from there we moved to, uh, you know, then I think it was before summit, but let me tell you, summit was like the craziest thing I've ever done. Like, <laughs> Summit was like beach body on steroids. Like, yeah, insane. It was not only extremely expensive to go there. Yeah. Like we're going to India. Like, come on. Why do I need to pay $400 to go to Indy? Like, I yeah. don't. Um, the word is that it, they know that Beachbody is coming. So even at the airport, they will put like, welcome Beachbody coaches. Yeah. Like. How crazy is that? And um, we had to room with, I, at that time, that time that I went was four people. So it was five of us. Mm -hmm. uh, she made it like, she made it that make sure everybody was going to be there. She's like, you have to be there for your business. Um, actually, another call, my husband makes fun of this all the time, but there was a call that Ashley Molstad was saying like, you need to be a summit. I don't care if you're, if it's your wedding, I don't care who died, but you need to be there. And my husband, I remember I didn't have my headphones on. I remember my husband looking at me like, what the is going on over there? Like, who is this person? <laughs> oh my God. She literally said, cancel your wedding because you need to be at this at this summit like that's how crazy these people are we know how crazy um, yeah yeah and my husband always makes fun of that he's like oh yeah like that girl said or whatever but anyway <laughs> I'm like all over the place with this story but um you you know you have to find a roommate um you have to pay that yourself as well you're part of that you have to pay your flight you have to pay for your food um workouts were at 7 a.m or 5 a.m. at times. And then from there, you have to choose your workshop. So you have to go in and learn about, you know, whatever it is that you feel like you need to learn about, like uh, social media. And there will be two hours of that. And then from there, you'll take a quick little lunch break. 
Um, and then from there, another workshop. And then at 6 p.m. is the huge, you know, um, uh, Carl Diker like presentation yeah. at the stadium and the lights are going and the music is flowing. It's just a lot all at yeah. once. And yeah. <laughs> and you do that for what, three days? It's, I think it's a, we'll get there on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And then you come back on Sunday. Yeah. And you do that same thing over and over for three days. And God forbid you miss anything because your coach will look at you like, what are you doing? doing? Yeah. yeah. And they're technically you're, you're your own fault. So who cares if you show up or not? Like it's your business. You're the CEO, right? Right. That right. They tell you. So you, I mean, one thing that I, I do know um, I'd never went to summit, um, uh, couldn't talk my husband into letting me spend money to go to summit. Um, because I couldn't just pick up and leave cause we had children, you know, but I could right. definitely come up as a coach, but anyways, um, <laughs> but do they ever, like when you were doing any of those workshops, did they ever teach you anything about your business? Like business wise, like, no. you know, I don't know, like how to build a sustainable business, how to, I don't know, do your taxes for your business. I don't know, like anything, like any hearty practices other than this is how you post on social media. This is what you invite, invite, do the three vital behaviors. The same thing that you hear every single time you're on a power hour. Did it sound like it could have been an email is basically what the workshop. That's what the workshop is. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it, it felt like it could have been an email. It feels like they repeat their, themselves over and over. There's really no tangible, actual, you know, behaviors or things that you can actually learn to get you to where you need to be. Um, they don't teach you anything about taxes. All my coach would tell me, oh, you said write-off. It's a write-off. It's a write-off. Yeah, that's all she would tell me. Um, you know what's going to really come down to these top coaches one day? the IRS and they're going to be like, Oh, you think this is a write-off? Oh, really? Okay. You know, like, um, so that's my thing, right? Like there, I think you're the second person that I've talked to that went to summit. Right. And the second, both of you have said that. And the thing is, is that if these were legitimate businesses, when you went to a conference, they would teach you tangible skills on how to take and move your business forward. But they can't because it's a pyramid scheme, period. Like that's what it is. So, all right, I'm off my soapbox. So you were run ragged for three days. Um, did you have <laughs> any, any? I don't know, maybe fun um, yellings or responsibilities that needed to be brought up while you were there anybody yell at you or yeah you? well be, you know before I tell you about the yelling um I remember that we had a diamond another diamond thing and I was a diamond then and it was you know those uh they have them all over the place but it's like the little oh my god I'm not very good at describing but it's a drinking like bicycle where you pedal and it's like a whole like 10 people in there I know what you're talking about I don't know what it's called either but I know exactly I don't know what it's called well one of the girls that you was a diamond for for her for this upline for a long time like she's been with her since she started for like eight years she was a like a she has literally just fallen off her rank and I guess this uh this girl asked I'm just gonna say her name Leticia which is the upline asked her can you can I be part of the diamond little group thing that you guys have going on? And Leticia told her no, told her no, because you're a fallen diamond and you haven't gotten your rank back. So you're not going to be part of it. So she chose me instead. Um, Again, like, you know, versus the other girl. That's so sad. I mean, the lady had always been, the girl had always been a diamond and she just lost her rank, I'm guessing, the week before. She, yeah, that- she lost in, she says, like, lost her rank and she was, um, because of the situation and how many times Leticia has, you know, brought her down from, like, not 
becoming yeah. a diamond or keep falling off. This girl developed hardcore like depression and anxiety and is very sad. And after I left, I'm glad that she left. She reached out to yeah. me and she's like, you know, um, actually she left right after that summit. Let yeah. me remind that because I didn't, I didn't talk to her for a whole year until I left. Wow. Um, and she told me, she's like, this happened to me. And maybe it's not my story to tell, but I think it's very important to see that there are kind of mean girl yeah. things that happen behind the scenes that I, I, it took me a while to like believe that, you know, until I left, because obviously, like you said, you, you see this uplands and they're like, they're everything. Yeah. Um, and this girl developed depression and then um, she's now medicated. She's doing really great. Thank God. Yeah. But that is just stuck in my head for forever and I always check on her because of imagine that. that imagine that like you're you've been with you've been with her with your coach for years right and you've been a diamond for years and you've been love bombed and made to be put on a pedestal for years as long as you have a certain rank right and then you just so happen to lose the rank which is probably not your fault right like it right. just means somebody's order didn't go through as simple as a credit card could have expired type thing, right. right? To where you lose your diamond rank right before the biggest convention of the year for Beachbody. And your person that you look up to tells you, no, you can't hang out with us because you lost your rank last week. What? We're That's supposed to be crazy. a community. We're supposed to love everybody. We're supposed to accept everybody. So no, it's conditional upon whatever your rank is, is what it sounds like to me, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and wow. then uh, later on that, I think it was uh, Saturday before we were leaving, um, it was, I remember this clearly, like it was yesterday. I told you I have dreams about this. Yes. <laughs> we yes. were sitting down um, inside a hotel, um, like the lobby, and they, the top coaches were there every single one of them um and they ordered pizza and people were eating pizza someone were already have been drinking for a while and I'm not I don't drink as much like one or two drinks is good for me I just don't have any yeah. tolerance for it um so I'm always a sober one <laughs> yeah. so um Ashley Mostad was there and she was she had a few drinks. yes <laughs> like always and she started like she made us get in the circle and she was like sitting down kind of in the middle and she started talking about how like her friend Leticia needed to be in the top 10. She needed to be in the top 10 the next year because she deserved it and that it was our responsibilities as coaches to bring her up there and like yelling yelling to everybody what telling us that and everybody obviously nobody's gonna speak up nobody's gonna we're all not so brave actually not against ashley molstead who was the top <laughs> coach right yeah she was a top coach yeah she was a top yeah. coach yeah number one coach in the company I, and I can only imagine she wasn't nice I mean she's not even nice on her Instagram uh -huh. right so I can only imagine how she was yelling at you all that it was your fault that Letty was not a top coach that year. Yeah, that she need that we needed to make it happen for the following year because she deserved it. She worked her ass off um, for the last, wow. I don't know, six years at that point. And she needed to, and I remember Letty didn't say anything. She just kind of like, you know, she what what can she say? Even if she wanted to say something, what can she say? say anything. I mean, you right. got the top coach and they're saying it for you. It's what she's thinking already right. what she's thinking but how about the fact of the matter that maybe if you were a coach and you were actually really good at your job right instead of brainwashing people instead of pushing you know um like scammy recruiting tactics maybe build a sustainable business i don't know right like maybe build a community with people that actually know like and trust you not fangirl you and fear you of how right. you're going to treat them if you don't own up to her expectations, right? Wow. Yeah, wow. that that was crazy. Nobody ever talked about it. I wonder if I go back and talk to the girls that were there, how they feel about it. 
um yeah. it didn't hit me until I left you know like um that day when that happened I realized like wait like so we do like work for Letty like we yeah. do and because when I would ask Letty those questions she would be like no like everybody's on, you know in their own business um I don't benefit off of you you don't benefit you know and and that's when I realized like oh shoot like this is not what she I doesn't thought it was. benefit off of you yes she does that's how her business grows right like yeah. there's a lot of I think there was a um the snark the snark crew did we did a video I can't remember I think it was on Ashley or Emily Emily and they said that in one of their what is coaching calls is you know I don't benefit off anything that you do and I'm like yes you do like yeah. You really do. You need me to work my business or you could be like some coaches and already have it stacked, right? So with you, like, I know for a fact um, that there is a coach who makes six figures just from mm -hmm. her children and her husband flowing everything through them. Oh yeah, and I know who you're talking about too. Actually, I yeah. wanted to join her initially. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not missing out. <laughs> not. You are not at all. Um. So while you were in Beachbody, right? Like, so we'll get to. So after Summit, that was 2019. You quit, and let's let's get to where you quit. Yeah. Like, so when I when you feel um, when you how did you feel when you came back from Summit? Oh my God, oh, super overwhelmed, um, excited, but then that excitement go dies down really quickly. Um, yeah. That just people like crying over trainers and seeing, I remember this day too, when um, this girl wanted to take a picture with Autumn Calabrese and she's like, oh, I'm, I, I'm late to something. And this girl started crying because Autumn didn't take a picture with her. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, and I was never a fan of Autumn. So I was never yeah. that person. The only person I liked was Chris uh, Downing. 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 And then, he's yeah, he's a sweetheart. And then Shanti, but then my feelings towards him has kind of died down since, you know, I've I've seen how things work behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. But um yeah, so in 2020, uh March of 2020 when the pandemic happened, um I have I got married in 2020 actually, March 2020. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. And, <laughs> um and right after that, I had already cuz I had to get a job eventually because I cannot survive off making 50 yeah. bucks a week. So I eventually got a job and I do freelancing for uh, brands. So okay. I train and sell. That's kind of what my job is. And at that time I was working for a company that they let go of everybody. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it was the uncertainty of COVID. We just didn't know what's happening. Um, my husband still kept his job, but I was the one who my job, you know, they let go yeah. of everybody. So I, um, started watching also anti-MLM uh Chanel Kiki yeah. Chanel that's I started watching her videos um I was working myself to the point of leaving um my hardest part was leaving my team I had a really great group of girls that uh I helped you know I feel like in a point in a way uh to get healthy in a way right which I will I will get back to that how I feel now but um you know, seeing them grow, see them feel better about themselves and all that. So I, I had a team at that point of like 15 girls, like mm -hmm. um, not team, but a custom between team and customers. I had like yeah. four team members in my team. Anyways, yeah. um, from there, and I remember messaging Leticia and telling her like, hey, like I lost my job and this month I won't be getting Shakeology. I can't afford it. And she told me literally, just put it on a credit card. Just put it on a credit card. You'll be fine. Well, you still got to pay for the credit card. Like the credit card doesn't just have unlimited money. What is she right. going to happen? So you yeah. lost your job. You went to your mentor who you thought was pretty much like your mentor, right? Right. To say, look, I lost my job. I can't afford this this month. 
She says, put it on a credit card. Put it on a credit card. And that's when I like kind of woke up from this bubble I was in and this yeah. world that I was in. And I said, you know, now I have to pick between paying my light bill and paying psychology. And I just cannot, I cannot do it. No, I cannot do it. And slowly from there, I, I didn't get paid that month because I didn't pay for psychology. Obviously, if you don't, pay, right. this is another red, red flag. Why will you pay to get, to get paid? Right. Why will you pay a company? Right. So you can we work get a in paycheck. Sales. We work in sales. So you like, I don't need to buy anything from my company to get my commission check at the end of the month. Absolutely. So why, why, why should you have to do it with another company? Period. Yeah. So yeah. that's when I realized this is, this is not for me. And uh, from there, uh, I said bye to her. I left her, my team. I said, everybody, you know, go to Leticia. She'll, you know, at this point I still felt, I didn't have any feelings, bad feelings towards her um, yeah. or remorse or anything. Um, and then uh, I remember the last conversation I had with her is that she invited me to her birthday, um, her birthday celebration. And I actually had COVID at that time. So yeah. which I was like, why do you invite me when you know I have COVID? Like, yeah. Um, right. And then we never spoke from, you know, from that day on. However, a few months later, I received an invite to Facebook on uh, what is coaching. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on her email list is what it is. <laughs> yeah. On her email list. Or her <laughs> assistant failed miserably. Inviting I don't know. It's, uh, she, it was on Facebook. So I, it's just one that you send out, which mm -hmm. it could have been a mistake, but it was still hilarious. Did you do um, it? No, <laughs> but you know, a lot of her teammates, a lot of her, the girls that joined her team has left and come back so many times. I'm sure that I feel like she has that feeling like, oh, she's going to come back to me. Oh, you know, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, like, no, yeah. not coming back. And then from there, I, you know, uh, I it started watching anti MLM content and I felt, you know, I told my friends I was, you know, in the team that I was leaving. If that most of the girls said, you know, good luck to you. I hope everything goes well. But yeah. I mean, we stopped talking. There's nothing to talk about anymore. It's kind of like right. your coworkers at work. Once you leave to go to another job, like what is there like, what do you talk about? about? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so most of them will watch my things and uh, I was you know, recovering from COVID as well. And um, like, I was very sick and then I got better. And then from there, uh, once I got better, I realized like, okay, like I literally was just like in a cold, like the life yeah. that I was living is not reality. And this is my reality. And it's yeah. like, uh, it kind of sucks because now I don't have this community. Um, and also after COVID, I could not exercise to save my life because my health was, you know, that's yeah. another thing too. Like I thought eating healthy, drinking my psychology and exercising was going to keep me from getting sick or catching yeah. a disease. And it was a really big eye opener to me that it did not save me. <laughs> right. There's a lot of them that still think that, right? There's a lot of them that believe that, oh, if I take the first thing and the last thing, then I sleep great. And I don't, you know, and that's what another part of it is, right? They use those, their products and their programs to say, if you do this, this, and this, then you won't get sick. And people believe them. And that's where people don't get it. Like people are like, oh, well, they're just a coach. Like, what's the big deal? I'm like, you don't get it. Like there are people out here that would literally lay down in front of a car on an interstate for these people. And mm -hmm. nobody understands like how much power they have over people because it is a cult. You're in a cult. You are bought in and you will do anything they tell you to do. When you recovered. So did she ever just block you or are you still all oh, good? She never blocked me. Um, that I know of, honestly, I don't, I kind of deleted her from my social medias because yeah. also as re 
as I was recovering for COVID, I after this drop, she will be blocked. Just so you know, just yeah. Just... <laughs> um, uh, after um, after this recovering from COVID, I couldn't exercise. So, um, not only was I extremely dieting when it came yeah. to because I was doing the fasting and I was eating fifteen hundred calories, um, but also uh you know, recovering from not only being sick with COVID, but also recovering from being and in, in dieting for so long. Right. Um, and exercising to the bone, to the, to the point that I have injuries now, like yeah. my hip, hip injury that my chiropractor is like, I don't know what you did to yourself, but girl, you were going to need a hip replacement in a few years, you know, like, <laughs> and, yeah. and it's, it's so much damage that now I'm left with. Yeah. You know, um, from me, that's there is in my, I have a link in my bio. Um, so I'll go ahead and just share this out and I'll share it in the show notes for the show, but I have a link in my bio for, um, there is a law firm that is actually putting together a lawsuit against Beachbody. Um, and you can reach out to them and they'll listen to your story and put it together and all this kind of stuff. Um, and part of the things are, um, I've, I mean, you're like the third person that I've talked to, um, in, for including myself where the over-exercising with Beachbody and the, I mean, you're doing workouts from home. So nobody's telling you if your form's messed up, you're just following everybody that's on TV, right. Where somebody's been injured, right. Amy just had to have a full knee replacement because of her injuries from Beachbody. She's not even, I mean, she's 40, right. Right. Um, to have surgery on my shoulder it wasn't just from Beachbody I think that what happened was I had a car accident and when I flipped my car I think it just exaggerated an issue that I already had with my shoulder um but it was definitely from the workouts that I was doing and it's the same with you right like people don't get that there's still recoveries from it and there's going to be long-term issues that are going to happen from it um how is your relationship with food now I heard oh. you say you have a registered dietitian. Yeah. Um, so after the, so after I left, uh, I gained from now, I've gained about 30 pounds. Um, it has affected my mobility, not only from recovering from COVID and being able to breathe properly and heart palpitations uh, that come out of nowhere. Um, yeah. Now I have a registered dietitian. She's helping me kind of, you know, even after I left like beach body, like I was still trying to measure my food. Like right. it's, it's so sad to look back. And, and I think about it this way. I paid $160 to get in to help me get fit. And now I'm paying thousands of dollars to repair all yeah. the damage that it has caused. So um, now I have a registered dietitian that is helping me get my like life back together my relationship with food um Mm -hmm. because it's been very hard it's It's hard extremely hard removing Mm -hmm. all the negative thoughts of you know like for the longest time I didn't have any uh foods like especially with the way autumn talks about food like I didn't have any sweets in my house I didn't have any uh rice in my house which is a very part big part of you know my culture I so it, it, it's very hard. That's all I can say. And that's the, and that's the thing. And I feel you, right? Because that's the thing um, a lot of people don't understand is how hard it is, right? For me, I ate so many vegetables for eight years that like, mm-hmm. I will do everything I possibly can not to eat a vegetable right now, right? Mm-hmm. And people are like, well, it shouldn't be that hard. Just add veggies in here or there. And I'm like, you don't get it. Like if I see a carrot, I almost want to throw up. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, and it's because I forced myself to always eat vegetables in those stupid little containers every single day, you know, for eight years. And then when I didn't, and then I felt like I was, you know, beating the buck in the system when I would eat a cheeseburger or something like that. Right but then you feel like a failure and it's, there's so many different ways that this has affected everybody, but it's almost all the same. And I'm glad that you're seeing a registered dietitian who's actually trying to help you. Right. Because unfortunately that's what it's going to take for all of us to heal ourselves. Right. We were screwed up and it's not fair. 
Um, I know that you wanted to touch on um, touch on the Latino community. Um, so do you want to go ahead and touch on that so that you can bring awareness to that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that, you know, like Leticia, she focuses a lot on Latino community. She actually was part of, because there's two types of, um, not want to take types of, but like Beachbody has a side what is for like Latinos only and they speak Spanish and they try to target the Latino community. I don't know if you knew that. Um, so wow. for a while there, she was like the advocate for them. Like she was like, they will call her to do a special calls and um, do a special trainings and summit to yeah. focus on bringing awareness to, you know, as a Latino to, to improve your, uh, your health. to be in this business and improve your health and, and build money and build freedom for your family. And, you know, <clears throat> I, as a Latino, as a Latino person, Latina person, I feel, um, <laughs> I feel like the way she's targeting people is very, is she's a predator that is just out there looking for the vulnerable people. And I feel like there's a lot of undocumented people as well that she takes advantage of. And yeah. you know, for a fact that those people will not be able to, will never reach the point that she's at. And right. that makes me very sad to see a lot of like our people like following her and asking her for tips and wanting to join and and it's never gonna happen you know like and as much crazy. as she, she might tell them that it will it's yeah. just not gonna happen I've never I've never met anybody more determined than than a, a Latino person okay my son is half Puerto Rican so his family is you know of course Puerto Rican and they're always goal oriented. Like if they have their mind to something, like they're going to go and do it. Right. And they're, they have like that, that dream where they're going to be financially stable for their family. And they're going to be the one who makes it in their family. And it's so unfortunate because just like you said, there are people out there that she's taken advantage of just because of the fact that she is also a Latina. Right. And it always makes me think that a company always finds their token person right so that they can bring in that community um and i'm glad that you're speaking out on it because you can save people from being scammed um just right. like with you know and people don't realize that it happens in beachbody a lot of people when you think about the latina or the latino community um they think about herbalife yeah because that's huge right it's so big yes it's, it's such a big like they literally even have it in mexico and different like latin companies countries where they're run and they're huge like it's it's so sad another thing too I want to touch on too like she does um a lot of pictures and like shows like how she started versus where she's at now and <laughs> you don't know that person's full history how they got here you yeah. know and for somebody to maybe they just got to United States or are you know wanting to better their lives and they look at that like oh my gosh she used to live in this place where there's no toilet and look at her now with this huge mansion like oh my god I want to do that yeah but you don't know for a fact that what's behind it and I kind of told you a little bit about that too um I learned like I found out that she had her cousin's um her husband's cousin was living with them since they they've been you know 18 years of being married and it's like having a roommate is not a bad thing but when you are putting this out there living this lifestyle and telling people this is how amazing my lifestyle is and you don't share those details right. it makes you think like they're just doing it on their own they're killing it you know in life and to me, the way I look at it is like, oh shoot, I would love to have a roommate too. I will have, right. I will be able to travel more. I will have more freedom. But when you're a coach, it's like you're sharing this lifestyle that's not even real. Real. No. And yeah. you know, what's really sad is that like, you know, she'll show people like where she came from and where she's at now, but she won't tell them how she got there. She'll say she worked hard, right? But She's also been a coach for how many years, right? Yeah. She got in at a very good time. 
all of those top coaches did. If you really think about it, they've all been pretty much there from the start. And they've had a lot of mentoring from their upline. Mm -hmm. And I'm 100% sure that there's a lot of stacking and going on mm -hmm. in the background, right? Mm -hmm. um, so that's mm -hmm. why it's important for what we do, what I do, right? And for sharing your all story is because people need to hear this, right? So like what you can, from now on, there's a place anytime that you see you a Latina or his, a Hispanic or a Latino, whatever. I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. I yeah, don't want to no, be. You got it. <laughs> uh, if anytime you see somebody, you know, following her or thinking about joining her or whatever, not that you have to stalk them or whatever, but if somebody comes to you, you can be like, listen, we talked about this on this episode. Here's a place for, for you to listen mm -hmm. before. And now I tell everybody now, I'm like, I just wish that there was a, like, it was just more like open, right? Like before somebody makes a decision to join any coach or any MLM, that there's some type of like, at least a waiting period for you to do it without having to like jump right away. And also search, do your research, look up why people left, listen to people's stories with open minds. And don't, I said on one podcast, I said, go ahead and ask your upline, you know, about who wants you to join about somebody who's left. But now I'm like, don't do that because they're just going to call us bullies and trolls. Right. And haters. And haters. <laughs> right. Wow. So one question I have to you is, would you ever join an MLM ever again? No, not on, at least if I'm hypnotized or something. But other than that, no, <laughs> I would never, uh, never. And thanks to this, uh, and, you know, I like to think of, of things that happen in my life as a lesson. Yeah. And I learned a lot from this. Um, I learned not to trust people right away. Um, and, you know, hopefully I never do it again. But as I know, I will never, <laughs> never join. Well, if, it ever, if the opportunity is ever presented to it, to yourself, like in the future, you'll know to do research this time, Absolutely. right? That makes you smarter. Um, and do you have anything that you want to share um, about to, to somebody who might be thinking about joining an MLM? Um, I would say, obviously, do research, but do research in a way, uh, look at it, at things from both angles. Yeah. Like, like you said, why did this person leave? And also look at, okay, why, what is it going to benefit me if I join? But right. kind of seeing things from both ways instead of just following what they give you when you first initially want to join the videos that they send you because the videos they send you is just to sell you on it yeah um but really asking those questions looking at anti-mlm content oh man that is so eye-opening um and it, it that's gonna really prevent you from proudly joining yeah. and let me be honest i have people that have joined um, like Monade and other brands, other companies, and they have mm -hmm. come back to me. Like I've told them, I'm like, look, this is my experience. And they're like, okay. And they join and then they come back and tell me, you know what? You were right about this. Right. You know, so sometimes it's, it's just a human thing to do. You want to try it for yourself. Yeah. But knowing that now, you know, that you have a community to fall back on, because when I left, uh, there was, there was not this huge community like it is now. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, and and it's an and it's a community with no strings attached, right? Like nobody's gonna send send you a hey girl message and be like, hey, you know, like <laughs> buy my shake or whatever. We're just yes, like, just here, <laughs> like hanging out. And I mean, I love having the conversations with everybody. I'm starting to learn to have better conversations when I first started in this community. I would only send like one word answers because I was, didn't want people to think that I was trying to love bomb them or, you know, gaslight them. Like I didn't want people to think it was my old MLM mentality, mentality. right? Yeah. And so now I'm getting a little bit better about conversations and my DMs because it was, I was very short with people because I was like, I just don't know what, what I'm supposed to do anymore. Right. Um, 
So did you, did you give everything out that you wanted to get out to cover to help like bring awareness to the Latina community or um, anywhere that they want to go if they have questions? Do you want to give out your Instagram or that's completely up to you? Uh, yeah. So right now my Instagram is kind of like all over the place, but it's uh, Lily's underscore Fitway. So that's my old fitness page. Okay. Um, I try to post well, I don't want to say fitness content, but I post a lot of curly hair content, little things yeah. here and there. Um, but yes. if you want to talk about, you know, certain things, um, I know people reach out to me all the time asking me questions. Um, yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm always here to answer. And I'm trying to, I try to answer people with, uh, with seeing things from a different perspective, not necessarily hating on the person they're right. trying to join or, you know, trying to see it more from that angle. Right. Instead of saying, right. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. And that I will make sure to put um, your Instagram in the, um, in the description below this podcast. Um, by the way, your hair is beautiful. I was going to say oh, that thank you. Um, <laughs> with the curly hair content, I have checked out your Instagram. So if you do have curly hair out there, <laughs> go to her channel. She can help you like learn. Um, but yeah, I do appreciate you coming on and having a conversation with me. It was great getting to know you. Um, and yeah, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you for, you know, having me on. Yeah, I think you're doing a great job sharing it all these amazing content you cannot like our stories cannot be made up you know no. and having people come in and talk about their stories is it's very important because it, yeah. it resonates with others even the other podcasts i've listened from you i'm like oh my god i can resonate so much so yeah and um, everybody's you're doing a great job thank you and everybody's story is different right yeah it's the same but different i appreciate you so much i really do thank you so much for showing up today um, as crazy as it was to get us together. Um, but I hope you have an amazing day and I will talk to you later. Okay. All right. Thank you so right. much. Bye, Cherry. Bye. All right, fam. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Call Cheryl Hun. You're in a cult. I hope you found value in this episode. I hope there is something in this episode that you can relate to. And I hope there's something in this episode that you can take away from. As always, I appreciate your support. If you have a story that you would like to share, please feel free to email me at callcherylhun at gmail.com or reach out to me on Instagram at callcherylhun. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful day night, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this episode. And I'll see you next Monday.